What up, what up, what up? Y'all already know what it is. It's your boy, Young SM-O-O-V-E, and that is me. Y'all know what it is. Welcome back to another week of Kicking It With Young Smooth. Only Kicking It With Young Smooth podcast. Y'all already know what it is. I need to stop rubbing my damn ashy-ass knees. I feel like y'all can hear that. Don't like I'm about to start a goddamn fire out here. That's sad, sad, really. Um, welcome back. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. You, you, and you too. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for coming back and joining me. Um, I hope you get a chance to sit back and relax and enjoy. Um, but y'all know y'all can find me out in the streets. What streets do I mean? Definitely not the regular ones because I'm too old for that shit. But... You can find me on these YouTube streets, these Spotify streets, these Google Podcast streets, these Apple Podcast streets, the Instagram streets, and the Twitter streets, because I said what I said the last time, and I meant that I'm not calling that shit that I am not. Um, but, yo, it's been, a, it's been an interesting week. It's really, like I said, like, I, it's been an interesting week. I, um... 100% enjoy doing this like even in the setting of just doing it in my own room and it's like I'm I'm talking to you guys and I'm not talking to you guys all at the same time but it's weird but it works um I, what I'm thinking is to go ahead and do a comeback of kick that lyric I definitely am thinking about doing that um I probably won't do it this week but I may do it next week. And I'm also thinking of doing uh, a segment called Bass, Bass Drop. Um, and so, basically, I want artists to send in their stuff. Um, you know, just we're going to keep it short. We're going to clip it just for, you know, your personal copyright reasons. I definitely don't want to uh, infringe on your art. Um, and then in addition, I'm also thinking about, um, you know, producers as well. Make sure you send it over your stuff. So, I kept the kicking... Uh, the kickstand podcast um email so to be the kickstand podcast at gmail.com once again that's the kickstand podcast at gmail.com t-h-e-k-i-c-k-s-t-a-n-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com i spelled it out for y'all illiterate people so um yeah, those are things that I'm thinking about. And eventually I will be going back to doing lives. Um, I'm probably maybe going to do it through StreamYard. I don't know yet, but I definitely will be getting back to that. But I appreciate everybody that's listening because I am noticing like the streams going up and people are listening. Um, I do hope that you guys are sharing. So make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe because that way you'll never miss an update. Turn your notification bells on. I also add, you know, the, I also add this over to uh, YouTube as well. I want to eventually get enough of a following to start a Patreon to give y'all exclusive stuff as well. So, you know, just we were, I'm rebuilding, I'm rebuilding and I'm thankful for every single listener out there. Thank you so much. So I got a couple of things to go over, but I definitely want to go over the, um, the new listens. Um, first of all, 
French Montana is back with Mac and Cheese 5. Have not gotten completely into it, but the few songs that I have heard, yeah, I'm uh, I'm ready to kind of delve into into it. I'm not a huge French fan, but I do like some of the stuff, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. French has become slightly unproblematic. He's the only rapper that I've seen, and I'm like, alright, it's cool. Um, speaking of, you know what I needed to talk about, but I, I didn't add this? What Was Busta Rhymes an altercation? Y'all let me know. I, I I heard something about this or saw something about this, but I didn't delve too much into it. So it was, I think it was on Instagram, and I was like, okay, Buster, him and niggas up. What is going on? Um, so Mac and Cheese Five, definitely um, fr- uh, French Montana. Um, also T Rel. I don't know if we talked about this the other week, but T Rel. So good. He has his new, I want to say EP out called Rail Play 2, um, off of Rail Play 1. My brother actually got me into T-Rail and he is a phenomenal artist. Um, he, he a nasty fat boy and I appreciate it <laughs> because it, it is a lot. Um, the, reason why because actually some of t Raw songs actually ended up on my nasty workout playlist let me tell y'all something before i when i went through the whole journey of losing my weight and i put on a couple of pounds right now but it's it, it's gonna be the stuff that's, that i'm gonna take back off um believe that especially before the summertime we gotta you know gotta look right gotta get right gotta get tight for the summertime um so, but T-Raw was added to that playlist, like, 100%. And it was, it, it is, that playlist, let me tell y'all something, that playlist is hilarious. It goes from up, it goes down, it gets sexy, it gets ratchet, it is a lot. There are, like, 500-plus songs on there, so you'll never get tired of the songs that you may have not heard, songs that you may not think would go in the category or that you could work out to, but you can. I've gone to, like, I've gone out to, like, clubs and events, and people are playing some of those songs. I'm like, oh, shit, that's on my workout playlist. And that, and it gets me pumped. And it's funny because the music that's in it, even though the music is very explicit and overly sexual, it's something about it for me personally that got me to be like, yo, I love these songs. It, it gets me pumped. Let me work out. And when I hear them on my car, like, sometimes I'll have to pre-play the list while I'm driving during DoorDash and all this stuff. And yes, I still do DoorDash and all the things, which is going to come to an end very soon. I promise you, because I am tired. Um, but, you know, doing all of the things or whatever, I, I realize that, like, I have to preemptively motivate myself with that. And then once I do it, I'm like, bet I'm in, I'm re- I'm like, I'm ready. And those songs just start to just play and play and play and play. Um, but yeah, so that playlist is on, it's on YouTube music. I didn't add it to, um, Apple Music yet. I might add it. I don't know yet. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I want to add it there, uh, because, I, I, I love, I love, love, love it. I would say my better playlist of the Ken Enough to Be a Bar playlist is actually on YouTube Music versus Apple Music. Apple Music's um, extra stuff came with a whole bunch of mixes that I just wasn't really 100% focused on for Nikki. So, but I do love, I do love that playlist too. But the the nasty workout playlist, one of my favorites. Um, <clears throat> another 
a song that I found that I really liked was from Free Nationals, um, which is ASAP Rocky and Anderson Pack, and it's called Gangster. So it gives you definitely that old school vibe. So make sure y'all check that out. Uh, Troy Ave, do you like? That is also a good one as well. And lastly, this this is a little controversial, but because I don't I don't really know if this person sings or not. However, and I said it, I don't give a shit. Fight me in the comments. Um, however, Jennifer Lopez, this is me now. Okay, so the reason that I chose the uh listen to Jennifer Lopez, This Is Me Now, is because I remember the Jenny on the block, and I remember um This Is Me, This Is Me, I think was was the album. I don't think it was This Is Me Now. <clears throat> and she had a it was so funny because I remember on that album she had a love song to Ben Affleck at the time and she has another one on this album to Ben again which is which is really nostalgic I remember I was working at Sam Goody let me tell you this story about Sam Goody and I had to kind of tell you it over again because I was doing the recording originally and it messed up a little bit so now I gotta do it again y'all see how transparent I am with y'all I share everything with y'all so I was working at Sam Goody and to break it down for the children who do not know what Sam Goody is, Sam Goody is a record store that we used to go to to get CDs. We used to go to Record and Tape Traders, we used to go to Sam Goody or we would go to FYE. Um, I remember when I was working at Sam Goody, baby, I thought I was the shit as far as working was concerned because I oh I, I was missed to stay with a job. You hear what I tell you? I stayed with a job. This is also why they do not hire children. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I have been working since I was 14 years old. My very first job was Burger King. My mother used to tell me, don't ever work at a job that you can't get to on time. And so I ain't had no car. So all my jobs were in walking distance or I walked to them. Um, especially even walking to the mall. Like I would either catch the bus to the mall or I would walk to the mall. Um, cause it really wasn't that far from my house, from my home. Um, so I worked all over that goddamn mall. When I really think about it, I worked at downtown locker room. I worked at, um, Sam Goody, which is a subsidiary of Sunco, which actually had all the goddamn, um, DVDs. And, oh my God, I'm going to go into that too. <sighs> Your boy was a thief. We gonna talk about it. Put a pin in that. So I worked at, uh, yeah, Downtown Locker Room Changes, which was Alan Stewart's Changes, <clears throat> which is actually where I got my prom suit from as well. Um, <laughs> damn, times was hard, but they was good. Um, because I remember coming into prom, I can't believe I'm going into this. I remember coming into prom, me, Brandon Page and Christopher Brown, not that Chris Brown, um, all had on, oh wait, and Lamont Long. So shout out to all my guys. Um, all had on a version of the same suit, but it had the hat with the suit and I think even the Stacey Adams. Fucking crazy. Looking back at that picture, I'm like, I, what was, what was the theme giving? What, what was it giving? I have no idea what, the, there was no theme. Like we didn't, we didn't have theme. So don't let these teen ass movies and shit fool y'all. Like there were themes to the, no. But it was funny because we know, none of us knew we were going to wear, what we were wearing, but we all kind of wore the same thing. I remember mine was blue. Chris's was red. I forgot what, Lam I don't even, it was either Lamont or Brandon had on white, but we all literally 
had on the same thing and I had just gotten out of my cast because the summer before my senior year I had broke my leg in two places craziness I can't remember I can't believe I remember all of this so um then okay so around the Sam Goody days right let's get into how I was a thief judge me not it is so bad and I even worked at FYM on Dolman baby I've only worked in the city like two times out of my life not really a fan it is what it is so I was working at uh, Sam Goody and I had a manager who was not as cognizant as they should have been um <laughs> so I have brought in this big and I carried this bag pretty much everywhere and I, that still goes to today like I still care I carry stuff like I'm a New Yorker you know what I'm saying like I carry a bag like I literally will still carry a I still carry a book bag now and I have my own car like I still carry a book bag to this day and my reasoning for that is because you, you just never know you never know when the apocalypse is coming shit bitch I'm prepared I don't know about the rest of you motherfuckers but I'm prepared fuck that so, um, working the same goody manager, not paying attention. I remember this is around the time that like 50 cent get rich or die trying came, came out. Right. Uh, am I incriminating myself? Let me tell y'all something. The statute of limitation is over. Okay. That is over almost 20 years ago. Don't nobody give a shit at this point. Um, and the record industry is going to shit. Anyway, who gives a fuck? So sorry to those artists. Was I stealing? I, I was stealing. I was stealing. I'm ashamed. If y'all could see the shame on my face right now, I was ashamed. <laughs> I'm not now. Um, <laughs> so the vast majority of the CDs that I have in my collection, yes, I stole them. Okay, I'm not, I stole them. Either I stole them or it was the ones that you got out of the magazine for a penny. Started my collection, started my collection off, okay? I was paying for it. It was what, uh, MGM, how, MGM House or something like that? So, um, I remember one day I came in with my book bag. It was a messenger bag that I carried. I carried stuff. I carried my notebook in there so I could write, you know what I'm saying? If whatever, you know, verses came to my mind, da, 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 da. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to do all that. And, you know, I would write on my lunch break and shit. And I used to, matter of fact, I used to actually write in the drive through at Burger King. God damn, I've had so many jobs. But Burger King was my first job. I was 14 years old and baby, it was child labor. Y'all complaining about the money that you make. Do you know I made $4.75 motherfucking cents and I had to scrub toilets and I couldn't get on the grill or the right, I couldn't get on the grill until I was 16. Not that I wanted to be on the grill, but I couldn't get on the grill until I was 16 and I couldn't get I couldn't do the register until I was like 15 and a half. So I definitely had to wait for that too. Fucking crazy, right? All right. I was making four dollars. I, I think by the time I left Burger King, I left Burger King by the time I was 17, 18. So I was there for quite a while. I was working. I was, and I mean, working throughout the years. Like I, I had no, I had no shame about that. Like I don't even understand. I don't. Now fast food ain't what it was cracked up to be. I don't have no problem with it now. I didn't. I didn't have no problem. With, I will never phrase it. I don't have no problem with it then. Like I didn't have a problem doing it. I did that shit, and maybe because I was more part time than full time. But I did that shit. I worked hella hours in the summertime. I worked eight hours in the summertime, and I would work like from the time I got out of school. So maybe it would be like I would have gotten up by like two thirty, three o'clock. I would go to work at like five and work until like 
seven or eight. So it, it wasn't a long time, but I, but we were there. But baby, we were those we were those kids, and we worked our asses off, got whatever we wanted, and all the things. So this is why I don't have any sympathy for kids that be like, I don't want to work. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't have us take care of y'all. Yeah, we was out there hustling. Fuck that. Now, I do respect the, the fact that the new generation is like, I'm not just going to take anything, and I get that. But, hey, when you got to make ends meet, you make it meet. So um, back to the, the Sam Goody story. So I ended up, like, having that messenger bag that day and so for the kids CDs used to come in this big ass plastic case so we would put them in there we put them in they were in alphabetical order you had to alphabetize shit I did all of that you know keep the store clean da 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 you all used to be like going to the food court that shit was the shit so then we would um so what I did was I would, when my manager wasn't looking, I would unhook the CD that I wanted or whatever. So I would go shop for myself. I would unhook the CD that I wanted, you know what I'm saying to you, and then I would just slip it in my bag. You know what I mean? And at the end of the night, because I closed that night, we had so many of the plastic pieces that had to go in the trash. This is before recycling was a big thing. I know we done fucked up the planet. It's fine. But before they had to go in the trash, I would go ahead and, um, you know, deactivate the sensor. So I deactivated the sensor, slid them in my bag, this, that, and the third. My dumbass never really thought that if they, if the sensors were connected too close together, they would eventually reconnect the sensor or that if we, you never know if it really actually went off as far as like the plastic pieces. So we get through the door, we're, we're closing for the night and the fucking alarm goes off as we walk through. But we had, I was like, I don't have nothing on me. Lie my ass off. Whole time had like 15 CDs in my bag. Crazy. Um, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. That was some money back then. CDs were like 1999. The fuck? <laughs> like CDs were a lot of money. <laughs> That was it was crazy. I had like CDs, DVDs, and shit. Did I have any video games? I don't think I don't think I went that far with video games. I think there was a reason why that we couldn't go that far with video games. Like they were, oh, video games were locked in a case, if I'm not mistaken, and or get my my situation crossed up. But we got a hell of a discount from Sam Goody. We got one from Suncoast. Um, but yeah, I forgot why I got fired from that job. But I did get fired from that job eventually. Yes, again, the shame of it all. But yeah, so we, we when we left out, it literally went off, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm in trouble. Do you know the manager was like, oh, that's because we got all of these goddamn uh, sensors in here. So it, it is what it is. I was like, uh huh, yep, we got all them sensors in there. You're absolutely, you're 100 percent correct. I'm going to go ahead and follow what you just said. Absolutely. So then I was like, um, so, um, yeah, we, it was, it was a lot. (laughs) So I had all of these goddamn CDs, bro. Like I had quite a few and like to this day, like, so my CDs either came from, um, thievery or, or they came from, um, what else? Uh, the the um, 
like you would get the the little subscription in the magazine. It was the MGM or whatever, um, or oh Columbia uh, um, Columbia House Records or whatever. You would get you would get those, and then you start off with like like four for a penny. You know what I'm saying? They would do a deal, and then you would start like buying the CDs, and then eventually like I would I, I bought CDs too, of course. Um, so. <laughs> Was not a complete thief, but eventually I did. I'm gonna tell y'all how I got caught. Oh my god, I cannot believe I'm about to tell y'all this shit. I was a fucking thief. I do not recommend any of these things. Let me be clear. I have given my life over to God. I'm not this person anymore. I'm sorry, I'm not this person. So, um, eventually, after I had stopped working to save goodie. And mind you, this is like 2000, I was originally working the same goody around like 2001, 2002. Oh. Before I go into that, let me tell y'all about what happened, what was so great at Sam Goody, and I miss these days. So, Sam Goody used to have um, signings. They would have, like, actual in-store signings. This is where the artists would come, so on and so forth. I think the only signing I worked had to be, I think might have been Drew Hill. That might have been the sign that I worked. So they was in the mall that day. When I tell you that shit, was it, it was even them or B2K? One of the two. But when I tell you it was pandemonium in there, it was pandemonium in there. Trust, I will never get a sponsor from FYE or Sam Goody because they don't exist, so it don't matter. But um, I remember uh, my uh, old friend of mine her brother was managing a group and I was doing like the A&R for it. And so I got them a day to get a signing. You feel what I'm saying to you? So they get there and it's slow at first. I'm like, oh fuck, what the fuck? What am I going to do? So me and my best friend go running around the mall telling everybody to come to Sam Goody because the hottest new group in Baltimore is out here. Da-da-da-da. Y'all need to come see him, check him out. Da-da-da-da. God, I wish I remember the name. I really... Cause I, I know I know one name that I'm thinking about, but that's not not the group. Um, so you know they they was like they was like Young Guns or whatever, and it was just it was it was just a group. And I remember me and my and my best friend at the time, we really started a frenzy in the mall, and people literally came down. To Sam Goody, got a signing with them, took pictures with them. They people came out. I mean, it literally like the mall was lit. We were, it was like, yo, da da da, come down to Sam Goody. The mall was lit. Um, and so th- those were the good days. And I really didn't recognize that that prepared me for a lot of other shit that I already did and stuff that I do on a regular basis. One thing that I don't give myself enough credit for is the fact that I learned. And I watch and I literally um, absorb things um, like even starting podcasting. Uh, shout out to the read the friend zone lip service. Um, where's Buffy podcast? Because uh, that's family, um, you know, um, E digger like. It was so many people that I have to pay homage to because I watched them do it. And I was like, you know what? I could do this too. And I really believed in it and really love it so much. And I'm like, damn, thanks. Um, cause this is, this is, it's great to, to see us in these spaces. And I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, so let me tell you how I got caught. 
I know this we supposed to get into the ratchet and ridiculous because today I am the ratchet and ridiculous. I am pointing the finger at the ratchet and the ridiculous, and it is I who is the ratchet of the ridiculous. So your boy was a scammer. <laughs> your boy was a scammer. Like I don't know what other way to tell y'all. I was a jeter. I was a scammer. I was a seducing schemer. It was very, it's very, very bad. <laughs> so this old white lady drops her credit card, and guess who finds it? Me. I find her credit card and literally I lied to my manager and said, oh, this is my aunt credit card. Oh, bullshit. I, and now, I believe her name was Mary at the time. I had Aunt Mary. So therefore it wasn't, it wasn't, that wasn't a lie. Baby, I had the box set of the Freddy Krueger box set. I had like little John Eastside boys. I had a whole bunch of other CDs that I hadn't gotten at the time. And I racked up and I want to tell you that bill was every bit of $500. Do you know that they called the police on me? Hello. The next day that I came in, the police was right there. And it was like, um, so did you use a credit card? And who was the credit card from? Mm. And it was my aunt, Mary. Baby, this woman had to be every bit of 60-some-odd years old, and she was a white woman. <laughs> okay, white. Baby, they almost locked me up. I got a whole got. I had to send all that merchandise back and got almost got a whole charge. Do you hear me? If it was not for the fact that it was under the limit of, at the time, under the limit of $500, it became a misdemeanor. I am so grateful. God looks out for babies and fools and I was a fool at that goddamn time to be stealing the people merchandise like that and to be using a credit card. What was I thinking? What the fuck? Like, yo, bro, I was so, I'm so, so, so thankful. I remember ending at the time. Jesus. At the time. My wife, who is actually my friend at the time, had to take me to court. Man, I promise you, I that was my last stealing-ass day, thinking we could just get over. What is going on? Why would you even think that that was the case? Anyway, those were my sad goody days. <laughs> Oh my god, yo, it's so bad when you really think, I'm like, bitch, I was out here fucking scheming. For what? For music? For some shit for people that don't even know you? Like, you just take it like, bro, scheming. Scheming real bad. I said, you know what? <laughs> That's it. I was, I was, let me tell you something, I had been a thief, a little thief, since I was like, when did, about 12? 12 up until I was like 20 21 <laughs> like by the time you know what and that's probably why I'm married now because by the time I met my was it 21? something like that yeah by the time I was about like 20 21 I was like look check this out yeah cause I met I met my wife when I was 19 so no I say about the time I was 19 probably 19 yeah cause that was around that time that happened 1920 um, 
when I tell you, by the time I met my wife, I had to change all of that. I said, you know what? This is not, I'm not doing all this. I'm not putting, I'm not even putting you through the foolishness that I am going through. And that is a self-evaluation that I had to take very quickly from my goddamn self. I said, you know what? This is some bullshit. I'm not going, I'm not going to jail. for some cds bro what the fuck all right so moving forward oh my god i had to laugh at myself if i told my younger self anything it'd be like yo put the shit back bro you don't even need this shit what is wrong with you that's what i would tell my younger self what the fuck is wrong with your dumb ass this is why the fuck they don't want to hide children now you thieving bitch like that's what i would say about that's how i would talk to my younger self that's exactly how i would talk to my younger self um, okay, so, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, alright, let me get it together, because that's some bullshit when you really think about it, alright, so, Ratchet and Ridiculousness, but it's pretty good, it's, you know, most, mostly, mostly, um, we're gonna go through this probably rather quickly, I don't know, but, first and foremost, did y'all see See the new uh, hair care line that Beyonce's uh, Beyonce and Messina have created um, called Sacred. Um, spelled more of it in a Creole way. Uh, shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal. Congratulations! They got a chance to meet Beyonce. I think that is awesome and amazing, especially when you if you ever listen to their podcast and know how much they love Beyonce. So make sure y'all check out the read. Uh, it is it it's way. Uh, they are podcast royalty and and we love them um but also beyonce becomes first black woman to top billboard country chart her single texas hold'em debuted atop the country airplay chart after its release during the super bowl Beyonce's new country single, Texas Hold'em, reached number one on the Billboard Country Chart Airplay weeks uh, this week, making her the first black female artist to hold the top spot. That is crazy to say. I'm going to say it again just for the niggas in the back. Beyonce is the first black female artist to hold that top spot in country these white people are going to be upset (laughs) they're going to lose their shit yeah well beyonce's other single 16 carriages released simultaneously on february 11th also debuted at number nine on the billboard country charts the song reached number two and number 38 on the billboard hot 100 texas hold'em has already drawn more than 19 million streams and 16 carriages has 10.3 million streams let me tell you something the girl can do no wrong the Midas touch she got it baby that's 16 carriages let me tell you now here's my thought um and I don't know if I said this last week but 16 carriages feels finale-ish I really want y'all to understand I want the beehive to get prepared I want us all to get prepared I feel feel like Beyonce is either going to do one of two things. She is either going to retire completely or she's going to go on a long hiatus. Notice you have not gotten the visuals yet. And it's almost a year and some change. So 
Yeah. Historically, black artists have struggled to gain recognition in the genre of country music, the one that we created, a field often dominated by white male singers. But the sudden success of Beyonce's country single comes at a time when black women have started to... Um, receive acclaim within the realm. At last year's Country Music Awards, Tracy Chapman won Song of the Year for Fast Cars which she should have been, which top country charts three decades after it was released because it's clearly a country song, thanks to a cover by Luke Combs. Black female country artists like Mickey uh, Guyton and Britney Spencer have also gained popularity in recent years. Beyonce is the first woman to top both the Hot Country Songs chart and Hot R&B Hip Hop slash Hip Hop Songs chart since they were established in 1959, according to Billboard. Both Beyonce singles are part of her upcoming album, uh, country-themed follow-up to Renaissance, which she refers to as Act 2. The full album was announced during Verizon's Super Bowl and is expected to be released as of March 29th. Let me say bravo, Beyonce, bravo. So the funnier part about it is uh, if you're anyone who's under the conspiracy umbrella, you would realize that there were a couple of clues actually in that commercial. Um, and this is just my theory, but one of the clues was, um, other than, of course, drop the new music, but I got when they did the launch part and she was like, I'm going to be the first woman to do the first this and the first that and the first that. She meant that, and I think that's going to be part of what Act 2 is. A lot of firsts, a lot of break. Like, 2 and 3 are going to really be, she's the first to do, she's the first, she's the first, she's the first. Because there are things where black women have not been in those spaces, and she's she's ready to break that ceiling and create it. Very, very happy. Super, super excited. I think that we get this connection to Beyonce because a lot of us, especially those of us who are in our 40s now, um, grew up. I remember the first time seeing Destiny's Child on Smart Guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which was a sitcom in the night. Again, I don't want to talk to the children anymore. It's, it's making me sad. Uh, Google it. Um, <laughs> but in... In that retrospect, it's like, yo, we watched y'all grow up between her and Kelly and, you know, even Michelle. Um, and Latoya and Latavia even going their separate ways after Destiny's Child. And Latoya still has an amazing ass song that we will belt out all the time, which is torn. You know what I'm saying? To Latavia act, uh, acts and plays, primarily the black plays again and I'm what I'm saying and I'm not throwing shade at it I'm just saying that's usually you know the ones that I've seen her in um but yeah it's 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 great I think that I honestly believe that this is gonna be a kind of a swan song for Beyonce for a minute either for a minute or retirement you know what I'm saying to you because that's the same thing the same thing with Jay-Z though because keep in mind, while Beyonce had been doing her run, remember, Jay didn't drop music for a while until 444, and that was like 2018, 2019? 2019, actually. Like, twenty, yeah, 2019. So, something like that. Someone will correct me in the comments. But it's one of those things where it's 
it's so ingrained into us and we have so much love. Let me tell y'all something. They can throw this whole Taylor Swift thing at everyone and God bless the Swifties. That, that's fine. Taylor has a bop for me every now and again, but she can never do what Beyonce does. Beyonce touches a core for us. And I think that with country music, because I started, I really was like, before Beyonce, before the Renaissance tour even ended, I was like, huh, I, wonder, I was like, you know, maybe I should start listening to country music a little bit more. I started hearing other artists that were giving country, like a country twang. And I was like, okay, cool. And also shout out to K. Michelle. Y'all not listening to K. Michelle. K. Michelle does country. You know what I'm saying to you? And and it's feeling Memphis, Tennessee down into her soul and in her core. And she does country very well. And she like yodels and all the things. I don't yodel. Yodel is not my yodeling is not my thing. But since we are on Beyonce, let's talk about Kelly. Why did Kelly Rowland walk off the Today Show set? White people would like to know. Um so call up Ryan Murphy because the next season of Feud should be Kelly Rowland versus the Today Show uh, this disrupt is both funny and confusing dressing rooms that aren't up to par on air apologies Rita Ora so let's start at the beginning and I'll do my best to explain the whole situation alright so basically Here's what happened. Kelly goes to Calendria, because we're going to stop calling that girl Kelly. We're going to stop downplaying her name. Calendria goes over to the Today Show. She's expected to host. Okay? Um, And by host, we're not talking like a guest host thing. No. She is expected to be on for a couple of weeks. Cool. No problem. The um, dressing room accommodations apparently are horrible, uh, very dilapidated, um, moldy, whatever. And you expect for our queen, Calendria Rollins, to step foot in these conditions? Do better to today's show. Do better. Do better. And then it's it's like the people that actually work on a Today Show on a regular basis, they're like, yeah, our dressing rooms are kind of fucked up. I, I'd like us to really reiterate that it has to take black women. Speaking of which, oh, I did miss one other thing, too. Black women to step into the forefront and say this some fuck shit. Y'all need to change it. Um, I, I don't think Kelly was playing diva, but Kelly deserves more. I also want people to realize something. When we got into that that techno sound, especially the David Guetta sound in like 2011, 12-ish, when De- David Guetta really started working with artists and like R&B artists and just like big mainstream artists, which he does to this day, the first person that he worked with was Kelly Rowland, and he always thanks Kelly, I'm sorry, Calendria Roland. He always thinks her. What we do not do, oh, come on. What we do not do for Calendria is give her the props that she is just due. Okay? She helped usher that in. She brought 
other artists that she worked with before and said, David, you should work with these artists. You should work with these artists. And that changed the course in the sound. And so when we got that EDM kind of techno sound for uh, quite a few years, that ushered in, because David Gatta is a huge part of that sound, that ushered in for, uh, from, I'm sorry, Calendria Roland. So you mean to tell me that we're okay with just giving her anything? Yeah, I want y'all to try that with somebody else. I want y'all, I want y'all to try that. Try your hand again. Try your hand again. You know, I want people to stop pulling Kelly as second fiddle. No, Kelly, along with Beyonce, I'm sorry, Calendria, because I want to keep, I want to keep this real. Calendria with her beautiful freaking skin and looks freaking flawless and freaking amazing and that body jesus christ good god almighty Mm, mm -mm. that body is everything but you mean to tell me that you do not believe that calendria is not also a trailblazer along with beyonce we need to stop putting her as second best because it's giving very much so colorism she's not second best she's equally equally a shine to Beyonce if not if not more so technically not in the billboard sense at this point but we but I get it I get it you know what I'm saying to you so um although Kelly I would love 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 to see your new movie I just don't know if it's going to be for me I am not big on Tyler Perry's thriller writing um again uh acrimony acrimony was it was it uh, whatever how did Taraji get on the boat? <laughs> like someone actually asked Taraji that one day, and no one knows how she got on the boat. But yeah, as far as Kelly is concerned, put some respect on her name because that is that is unnecessary. She is beautiful. She is a mother. It is great. And again, like I said, black women being put on the forefront. Speaking of which, that made me think of something. If y'all have Disney Plus, please make sure. I know we only got a couple more days into the end of Black History Month and it flew by like like that. But every day should be Black History Day uh, or Black History Month. Sorry, I had to yawn in my ear. Um, So, the biggest thing that I saw recently that went across my screen was this thing called um, MLK slash X and it's from the Genius series that's on National Geographics but it's also on Disney Plus because Disney also bought National Geographics so if you if you have your subscription to Disney Plus please make sure you check it out when I baby when I tell y'all this show is so damn good it is so so damn good. I'm so invested in it that I have to make sure that I'm watching all the episodes. It is literally going from the childhood of both Martin Luther King and Malcolm X all the way up until, you know, their assassinations and so on and so forth. I almost, I kind of almost hope that they, I know that this is weird just going into my hip-hop bag. I kind of hope that they do, um, if, if they did Biggie and Tupac this way, it would be so great too. But because they also have done Aretha Franklin. That's why I, I use the musical term on this. So this is literally a series that's on um, National, Ge- National Geographics. Um, when I tell you it is so good, it is, so, it is lit so well. The black people look good. The people that they got to play the characters actually look good. The one that plays 
Martin is a little off, but the one that plays uh, Malcolm X is looks a little bit more like him, but funny enough, way too buff. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like. I feel like Malcolm wasn't given this this extra level of buffness like that. Like this dude is huge, he's tall, and I'm like, I, don't, I know that Malcolm was pretty tall, but I don't I don't know if he was cut up like this. Um, but however, I literally love this show. The cinematography is awesome. Like I talked about before, the lighting is awesome and amazing, and it is telling things in the story that I was not aware of. Um, I need to do more research on who who got rights to be able to, to say a couple of these things, but they do touch on, thus far from what I've seen, um, they've touched on um, Martin possibly being a philanderer, uh, a philanderer, a philanderer, you know what I mean. Um, they also touch on um, uh Minister Farrakhan's infidelities. Um, they, the woman that plays Betty Shabazz is freaking gorgeous. Uh, the woman that plays Coretta is freaking gorgeous. Like it is so good, and it's just little. Like I didn't even know that Martin Luther King tried to commit suicide in his younger years. Like, and again, I, I, some of it is a, is a dramatization, and some of it is not. But a lot of it is good. A lot of it is, um, if you watched X by Spike Lee, you'll get a lot of the same things um, from that, and and many other uh, other Martin Luther King movies. Like they they kept to the accuracy, but of course it's a great dramatization. And then on top of that, some of the music is more relevant. So there's more relevant music that kind of keeps you slightly engaged in it um my favorite episode right now was kind of the women of the movement i love that and that's why i had to kind of bring that back full circle i love that particular episode because it showed the dynamics of coretta and betty and i was like oh wow like even though their beliefs and the system was was way different for them they still were under the same umbrella of women of this movement at that time and they and what they had to go through as far as family was concerned and and the children and so on and so forth so it is such a compelling ass story so please make sure you check that out um also like i didn't know and again see this is why you must learn your history i didn't know that coretta was a opera singer like i i didn't know that um i didn't know i knew about um malcolm's I, I, for some reason i know a lot about malcolm probably because there's been more stories on malcolm x for me that i've watched um but i loved the fact that oh i didn't know i didn't know that his sister's name was lma which is hilarious uh nowadays um i didn't realize that uh, all of his family converted to the nation of islam like that um and he 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 was ruthless in the nation of islam he was ruthless there were some things he really he, he had to do and and even nation of islam like at one point kicked him out it's a lot it's definitely a lot to the story for some things that i probably didn't know or weren't or was not as educated on um but 
I guarantee you, you guys will enjoy MLK slash X. So definitely make sure you check that out. So now back to Ratchet and Ridiculous. Now this shit right here, we going to have to go in. Okay, yeah, I got that. What was this one? Okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, viral mom who allowed five-year-old daughter to give waxes charged with child neglect. Y'all niggas keep putting this shit on social media and think this shit is cute. Social media is outraged after a mother of a five-year-old girl has gone viral. A mother, Jasmine Moss, 30, shared disturbing pictures of her young daughter performing wax services on adult women. She... (laughs) even fathom this. This story is so crazy. She captioned the series of photos with, when I say I'm passing down D's and LLC's to my creation, I mean that. Uh, Do you? Okay. The caption continued, Miss Chloe did her thing today. She literally helped me wax 24 clients starting from 7.25 p- uh, a.m. to 5 p.m. She made a total of $744, and I'm going to put that money towards whatever her future dreams and aspirations are. Okay, so basically, you're out here saying that you just child labored the shit out of your, your child, and she's waxing vaginas. Okay! Officials in Tennessee have arrested a woman, um, allowing her, uh, allowing a child to do Brazilian waxes on nude adult clients. And again, we don't even know if those clients were all women. In a now deleted Instagram post, the business owner posted, um, oh, well, no, we already read what she posted about Jasmine. Um, screenshots of the original post have been um, circulating through different social media platforms. It shows the child spreading the wax on the client's intimate areas. Atlanta Black Stars will not publish the image because the features a minor. The post sparked black backlash from the public who questioned the owner's decision making because it was some bullshit um in a statement released on Sunday, Memphis police announced that the agency is working with the Department of Child Services to investigate the matter uh officials warned the public to not screenshot download or save the photos quote we can confirm that the investigation has commenced in the case a spokesperson told WREG uh, pursuant to state and federal laws we are unable to provide specific specifics about the case involving the children and families uh, we we serve that's a so there's more than one child that's unnecessary according to the report the state department of commerce and insurance received dozens of complaints about the business owner earlier this week police indicate the woman in the video as jasmine moss on tuesday announced moss has been arrested and charged with child negligence and abuse. The 30-year-old is is currently being held in Memphis jail without bond. Many uh, Many on social media have urged the department to arrest Ma's clients who allowed the child to do 
the Brazilian wax on them. Let me take, I'm gonna take this sip of water because I don't understand. Mm-mm. 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 I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't know what the hell you're going through, y'all. My, now, I just sat here and told y'all a motherfucking story about me fucking thieving and, and, and stealing this shit. And you'd be like, well, why the fuck would you put that on the goddamn social? Well, here's the reason, nigga. Okay? Shit, that shit happened 20 years ago, and I am not hurting any little child. The little child that was hurt was me. Okay? That was the child that was hurt. It was me, because it was my problem. Baby, when I tell y'all that is some foul stinking disgusting ass shit and who are the 24 motherfucking clients let me tell y'all something i didn't cuss this whole time but i have to cuss now because i feel a certain kind of way about this who are the 24 motherfucking clients that spread they motherfucking bujanas in this girl face and it's not funny it's not funny but it is ridiculous who the fuck why First of all, first of all, okay, privately, I like I, I, I love a good clean landing strip on on, on the vagina. Um, I also, I too, again, I'm telling y'all too much of my fucking business, but ask me, do I care? Bitch, no. I like to fucking manscape my goddamn self, but I like to do it with my motherfucking self, okay? First of all, I don't want to do no hot ass wax. I don't think hot ass shit should be, I, first of all, nothing hot should be in that general area nothing hot should be in that fucking vicinity i don't i don't like it i don't like it fuck a butt i don't don't put it in the butthole nothing all of that is is it's horrible it's hot throw the fuck away not only did you endanger the child like the child could have been it's not funny y'all stop laughing <laughs> the child could have been in danger just from the wax alone. Forget the the ramifications of what that's happening. You could have seriously. The child was no more now. Allegedly five, six, seven. I don't know, but the child could have been burnt by the wax that you're handling. Then you want to go online and talk about you hand down these LLCs. Well, baby, you're not handing down the D because that shit's gone, and you're not handing down the LLC because that shit's gone too. So, little Chloe got her little $744. First of all, you charge it less for wax. And from what I heard, the waxes was inside your goddamn house. Again, or apartment. I don't know. You uh, Also, uh, by law, you do realize that you cannot use your apartment as a dwelling of business. Just want to put that out there. You are renting that. That is to be used as a domicile and not as a business. It is literally against the law. I might, I don't know what I'm naming this. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's the title. It's literally against the law. I don't understand. I want y'all to get it together, babies. Sweet babies. Sweet baby miss. Get it together. I, I I would love to pray that that mother had good intentions, and I get that. But that, first of all, that is child labor that you are using, and that was what every bit of like eight nine hours. First of all, child labor law said it can't work past two to three hours, and that's pushing it. What are we? What are we? What are we talking about here, people? Y'all putting these this shit online and you not thinking. Furthermore, again, as I have stated, please get these people. Please find these people. Please find these people that decided who the 
fuck thought that that was okay to have your fucking gaping pussy exposed in front of this little girl's face. Here's the thing. The frontal lobe is not all the way developed yet. And as a child, she's a child. So this is never blame. I'm never blaming the child for that because the adult should have always been responsible. But the level of, I literally need to remember to take that down. Um, the level of trauma that that has now put this little girl through is ridiculous. It's the, the sexual trauma because of what, what the body part is. It's the, trauma of now something big has happened to my home was it me that did it now am I the person you like I just was helping try to help my mom I was trying to help my mom what are we talking about here people 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 WTF the fuck what are we what are we talking about here people 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 keep keep your pussies keep your dicks Keep them off the fucking internet. <laughs> like, although I'm, I'm, I'm literally just yelling into the atmosphere at that point because y'all OnlyFans motherfuckers, it's a lot. But what I'm telling you that that is not okay, and I am not. I was not pleased. I was not pleased. Um, on some lighter news, we're, we're gonna move on from that because again, the pussies in the air is killing me. It is killing me. And if, if y'all want to see the picture that I saw, because I saw it on Twitter as it came across my feed, like this big bitch got her motherfucking pussy in the air, and the girl's putting her the wax on her octopus wall. Why is this happening? Why is it? Wh- where's her daddy? You know, and, and that leads to another thing. Again, I am on a rant. I'm on one today. Let me tell you something. I've talked about this before. We cannot keep being this divided like this. Y'all can't keep, y'all got to watch who you nutting in and you got to watch who you allow to nut in you because clearly y'all ain't right. Shit just ain't right. Like, not only does this, where did she get this bright idea to work the child first and foremost? Secondly, now that you have put it on the internet, now you have not only embarrassed the child, but now the rest of the family all fucked up and got to explain for your fucked up shit. Baby, have a seat. Have, sit in the arena. I, go sit down. Anyway, uh, next up on Ratchet and Ridiculousness, Nicki Minaj wins the people's shit. I know we go from pussies to Nicki Minaj. I don't know. How the fuck does this happen? It's on the list. I put it on it. Don't judge me. Um, Nicki Minaj wins the people's champ for the Double XL Award for 2024. On Monday, February 19th, the victor of the People's Champ Award was announced as a result of fans' votes. Nicki Minaj was one of 20 artists nominated this year, including Drake, Playboy Cardi, Yeet, Meg Thee Stallion, Little Dirk, and Kid Cudi, among others. Nicki Minaj being crowned as the People's Champ may not come as a surprise considering the decade, the dedicated fan base that she has. That is the Barb's. And yes, I am 
I feel like it's, it's fucked up to head to keep defending my barbness, but I'm not going to. I, I, I love I love the girl for the music that she made. I don't love all all the decisions that she makes. Let's just put it like that. Speaking of which, don't nobody send me nothing about this goddamn tour. It's already about to start. Don't send me shit about this fucking tour because I'm gonna just see it for myself. I am going. I have my tickets. I'm excited. Fuck it. That is what it is. Uh, Nicki Minaj be uh, be da, 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 okay uh, as. The only fan, ooh, not the only fan, as the only fan voted category oh, for the XXL Awards, Nikki's Barbs made sure she came out on top. The Queen's rapper has been in full album promo mode for the Pink Friday 2 LP, which aired last December. Four months leading up to the album, Nikki has was active on social media more than ever before. Um, and now the Barb's have crowned her the people's champ. I, I'm excited for her because XXL um, is still... I, th- I want to say that XXL is... Uh, you know what? I don't know. That's a good question. Is Double XL like still a coveted magazine where we had the source at one point? But is Double XL now in the more current years still a real coveted magazine, like the the go to source for hip hop? That's a good question. That's a good question. Now, I, I think it is full circle because, again, um, we're in the Pink Friday 2 era and, you know, she was on the freshman class that actually would I will say really honestly in class when they did that freshman class cover that actually would have really honestly had to be um the probably one of the best one of the best and i i want to go back and say that um yeah, that was probably one of the best covers. And in addition, some of the rappers that had some of the most longevity. So it's a good question. It's a good thought. It's a good thought. Um, lastly, baby, are y'all not excited? Are y'all not excited? Are you not excited? Because X-Men 97 will be here March 20th on Disney+. Plus. Yo, make sure y'all go out and check that out. It's going to be so, so good. They are literally starting where they ended in 1996. And that's why they're calling it X-Men 97. Um, All of the characters are back. Uh, Most of the voice actors are back for that. Um, My geekdom and my nerddom and my fandom is going crazy. Um, This animated series was a part of my childhood. If they brought back any other ones, I would say bring back Spider-Man the animated series and Batman the animated series. Baby! Bring back Batman the animated series. I'm sorry. It was was so good. Um, But yo, these are some of the shows that I grew up with and I, I love. I am so super excited to see this. Um, Mutants coming into the MCU is going to be a thing. It is. It, it will change the game. Um, and I think it's going to be great because animation-wise, they're going to get into a lot of stories that are in the comics. And plus, since 96, there's been so many other comics as well. So 
so you know that's gonna be a moment I cannot fucking wait I'm excited is there something else I'm excited about no I, I think I'm also game wise I think um, right now I'm playing Call of Duty um, I'm still playing Mortal Kombat of course and I am thinking about picking up this Suicide Squad game, but I'm not 100% sure yet because, like, I see people online playing it, but some, not really that many people playing it. But it's one of those things. Um, of course, you know, I can't wait for GTA. That's going to be a thing. They just had another update, which I think I'm actually going to play uh, soon as well. So that's going to be good. Um, so the last thing I wanted to talk about as my thought for the day, and I'm going to get out of here because I don't want to hold y'all because I said I will not be before you long. No, I didn't. I'm now telling you that I'm not going to be before you long, um, is self-saboteurs, self-saboteurs, um, do not stop getting in your own way, um, and that message is not for y'all. That is for me. That is for me. Um, I, I, I get I get to this point sometimes in my life where I'm like, am I doing enough? Is this enough? Um, does it make sense? Who cares? Why do you care if they care? You like it. There's so many things that I go through in my head. And even trying to do this, it's like, yo, is it the best show? Or did I edit it right? Or was it enough energy? Or, you know, were the topics right? Or did I read it right? Or did, you know, all of those things always play a big factor. Or I'm not good enough. I can't, I can't do this. Or I'm not where I should be. Or I've been doing this. I'm, and I'm very big on, and we need to stop doing this and give ourselves grace again and, and implement it. I'm not where I should be, or I've been doing this for so long and, and this is not working out and maybe I should do something else. And if you keep changing directions every 10 minutes, you're never, you're going to always be in the same spot. You're going to make four rights and, and you're going to continuously be, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. But if you stayed on the course and continue to do what the course is giving you, you may end up at a finish line. But for me right now, I have to be happy with it. Like, I see that there are a small amount of fans. I am on no one's radar. I am on no one's blimp. I am I am not. And it is up to you guys to, you know, really support that. And I definitely appreciate that. But I am on no one's radar. Um, And I'm actually okay with that. And not okay with that all at the same time. Like, I'm okay with it for the point of it's what I love to do. And I'm not okay with that because I really love what I do and would hope that my passion would would be, hope what I got would be put out. You know what I mean? Um, for for the world's consumption. But, of course, I will always need you, your help. And those that have listened, like, I, when I tell y'all, people are listening in places that I have never touch foot in and I appreciate that um but yeah stop self-sabotaging yourself (sighs) OIG breath um give yourself the grace to move forward give yourself the grace to look back and understand that that is not where you are that's not where you were 
um, give yourself the the time to become great. Because if you're always looking for greatness at the top of uh, of of what you're you know what you're doing, I don't think you'll get. I don't think you'll get there. I don't think you'll touch it. Um, what I hate most about me is how much it changes my personality when I'm in it and I can't um, thoroughly express it. Like, I might be expressing it now, uh, but I can't thoroughly get through it and say, okay, yeah, I am... I feel defeated. I feel upset. I feel... Like, I don't know how to verbalize that to other people, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I am... I am definitely happy with this show, though. I'm happy with it. I'm happy to have come back. Um, I definitely want to do guests again eventually. But again, like I said, everything is just working up to it. And I love, I loved audio, and I was appreciative of it because my favorite podcasters, which is the Read, and for a long time was the Friends on as, as well, started off, and all they did was audio. You know what I'm saying to you, and I'm not big on as as much and as big as my personality is. I'm not big on being on a camera. Like I hate it. I, I'd be I'm gonna be a hundo with y'all. I hate it so fucking much. And the reason why is because I, every time I look at, I love me. Yes, that that's a granted. But there are times that I look at shit and I just be like, Did you just do that? Like really. Like, oh my god. Well why did you move like that? Or why did you and like I get into this critiquing ass thing and it's unacceptable and then I'm just ready to tear myself down. So a lot of times and even with this, sometimes I won't li- like other than editing it, I don't usually listen to it back. I won't listen to it again. And people are like, yo, you don't listen to your own shit? Nah. Like the only thing I've ever listened to completely that was my own was me making music. Other than and then even some of that is cringy at best. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, uh, of course, you, you you grow and you're not the same person. But I, I'm I'm not Jordan. I'm not Jordan. I'm not an athlete to go over my work and say, oh, what's what's the next thing I need to do? Nah, I'm I'm putting out art for the consumption of putting out the art and it becoming the masses, and either people like it or they don't. And that's kind of where where I am. But don't sabotage yourself like that. You know what I'm saying to you. Um, it's literally illegal. I promise you that now that I said it, that's going to be the title. It's literally illegal. It's fucking illegal to be upset with yourself like that. But anyway, y'all know where y'all can find the kid. Yes, I had to get this energy back up. I'm not going to be all depressed and had this lump in my throat like I'm ready to cry or something. This ain't necessary. Um, y'all know where y'all can find the kid. I'm saying the kid in the streets. You, you, you did. You hear me? Kid it. You can find me on these YouTube streets, these Spotify streets, these Google Podcast streets, Apple Podcast streets, Instagram streets, and Twitter. We don't say X. We, we don't do that. That's, that's unnecessary. It's literally illegal. It is literally illegal. Um, but, yo, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all like, share, subscribe, and turn your notifications on, especially on YouTube, because once I go live and it gets added to YouTube, I want y'all to make sure that y'all are there. Um, so I definitely want to do that. Um, other than that, on closing, you know what it is. Fear, false evidence, appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind. And that is the thing that I need to live by and try to get 
to every day. And maybe I need to add that as my morning mantra instead of just thinking about it once a week when I do the fucking show. The fuck? Okay. But either way, y'all stay blessed. I love y'all. I I miss y'all every week. Glad that y'all here. Glad that you're here. You, you, and you. You're cool. But yeah, anyway, I love y'all. All right, y'all. Peace.